0: I'm Mike, CEO and co-founder at Colstag, and before we move to our React Native show podcast, I have a quick announcement to say that might be something that is interesting to you. Today, I'm looking for the best React Native developers to join my team. Besides working on high-end software used by millions, we also contribute to open-source projects such as React Native Paper, React Native Testing Library or Repack. And so you will have an opportunity to develop your skills and knowledge within these projects as well as move your own ideas into life by taking part in our R&D program. We are a great team full of React Native crazy people about this technology and we can't wait to share our knowledge and experience with you. And so if this sounds like something exciting, don't wait anymore and join us. It's great to be part of such a team. Check out the link below and apply. And I'm hoping to see you soon in our ColdStack office or maybe remotely depending on your location. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. My name is Mike and I'm CEO at Callstack and your host at React Native Show. Today, uh, the topic of today's podcast is a desktop development with React Native. Before we start, let me welcome our guest, Bartosz Klonowski that works with me at Callstack and has been working on React Native Windows uh, for over a year now. And, and and Bartosz, before we go to the topic of our podcast, how about we just start with a few words about yourself?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, hello, everybody. Uh, so I am Bartosz Klonowski. And uh, during all these years, uh, I've, I've been working on on, on many topics. Uh, I've been working with many technologies. To be honest, but uh, the the GUI and and the desktop, especially desktop, uh, has always been something that I was really passionate about, so to say. So uh, w- while I was working on on, on many things, uh, I always try to develop my skills with the. Uh, with, with the GUI, we uh, with the uh, with, with all the technologies related to the desktop development. Uh, so so finally, I'm here at, at Callstack uh trying to experiment a bit uh, to de- developing all the all, all the things related to the desktop.
0: Yeah, and 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 thank you for that. And that's really amazing. I have to say that uh, when we were looking for uh, for for somebody to kind of start this React Native Windows initiative at Kostac. What was really exciting for me when I saw your application was that there was actually somebody who was really passionate about user interfaces and React Native and you know experimenting in that area, which is something very unusual and, and very very appreciated. So that's amazing. Now, um, now, now the topic of today's podcast is obviously, as you as you may have um, um, uh, figured, React Native Windows, which is React Native for essentially desktop development. And um, this may sound a bit exciting at the first glance because React Native is for iOS and Android mobile apps. Um, and, and and JavaScript for desktop development, somebody could say, why should I do it rather than going the traditional native way, which is C++ or C sharp way. So um, why should we even think about React Native Windows in terms of desktop development?
1: Uh, well, uh if you look at it if you look how the how the JavaScript developed during these years you will see that it's not as exotic as uh, it appears to be because uh, JavaScript well when I started uh, to uh, to learn some JavaScript it was years ago and I was uh, writing some PHP uh, web application and and I used JavaScript to to launch uh, to, to launch the small script uh, through the HTML page that was about to uh, to filter out some some options from the list, and and that was uh, that the JavaScript was at these years uh, used to to develop some some small simple scripts, and uh, right now it is used to to develop not, not the simple scripts but but the whole web page, uh, whole websites, games, uh, mobiles. And right now, it's it's not uh, it's not that surprising that it uh, expanded to to the desktop applications. Uh, well, if you look at other languages, they also try to do the same. That uh, there are some some examples. Uh, Python is 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 uh, is such example, and but but it's, it's the JavaScript that 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 succeeded about it. Uh, so so it's not that much surprising as it can be. Uh, well, like, like any other languages, uh, JavaScript has its advantages like, like dynamic types, abstraction, syntax, uh, and, and many other, of course. Uh, some of these can also be considered as, as a disadvantage, and it depends on how you look at yeah. it. Yeah, but, but, but the main point is that uh, using JavaScript uh, or more TypeScript uh, allows you to focus more on the UI or on, on developing some components that, to, that will be visible out there on your application uh, instead of you know architecting the code layer by layer just to achieve enough abstraction to be able to connect it to your view safely, uh, so uh, yeah, let me compare it to uh, to some experiences of mine because, uh, on, previously well, when I was working on uh, on some plugins to the uh, to, to the tools that we were using in in, in the company. Uh, in, in the previous company that I worked for, uh, I used the, the WPF framework and uh, I was developing the, the, this plugin. This, uh, so to say, it, it was kind of a like like another desktop application. Uh, I, I used MVVM pattern, and the thing is that before I started to even uh, developing the view, I, I I had to develop all the all the layers. Uh, all the things that, that were necessary, the models, the, the view models, and finally I was able to develop the view. But uh, currently I, I am working with React Native, uh, which, which allows me to do like, okay, I will write one component and I will just display, it. I, I will just render it. And, and it's simple. It, it, it doesn't require to do any more like magic under the hood. To be honest, so so it's not that surprising that that JavaScript is used to, to develop the, the, the desktop application.
0: Yeah, and um, I have to say that when you when you gave this uh, example at the beginning with uh, how you started your journey with JavaScript, uh, that, that that got me wondering whether we should start like a special meetup group for people that. Started with PHP and you know had to kind of uh, embed a very small JS snippet because that's also how I kind of interacted with it from jQuery you know through more advanced patterns that I ended up with Angular and that's how it was kind of invo- evolving on my end as well so uh, I have to say that I can definitely relate to that uh, kind of background. Um, so back to the uh, back to the desktop applications. Like you said, uh, it, it it may seem super crazy at the beginning, but when you start thinking about it, it's something that makes a lot of sense. And actually, when you look at the desktop development scene, uh, the, the, there's already Electron which has been out there for for quite some time, which is right now, I guess, the most popular alternative or option available if you wanna use JavaScript for desktop development. It is also what, for example, Visual Studio Code has been built on top of, and and I guess others as well, such as Atom from GitHub, if anybody remembers this editor. It may be actually quite popular right now so i'm not sure if saying if anybody with members was a good call for this one but um there was such a development as well in the past so i guess my question is how does react native windows compare against electron because i guess this is the main alternative and, and other frameworks if there are any on the market right now
1: uh, well, uh, Electron and, and React Native uh, both share the, the same uh, environment, so to say. Uh, but Electron utilizes the, the similar idea to, like, uh, I would say, develop web development in general, because uh, you create a, a view and, and just just the logic behind it, and that is great uh, because uh, you don't have to bother yourself with anything else, uh, right? Uh, so, but. Yeah, but, but but what if you do? What if you need to utilize some DLS? Uh, what if you would like to utilize some native layout uh, and, and native loop just to get closer to a system that that your app is launched on? Uh, what if you would uh, like to access the, the API of your OS? Uh, will it still be possible with the Electron? If yes, how easy will it be? Uh, well, do, do you have the environment for it? And uh, React Native, uh, to be honest answers all those questions because uh if, if we look at the javascript once again mm, trends were changing uh even on embedded we had uh the, the bare metal the bare metal development uh well we still have some some from, some for some crucial systems uh, but now we have for for example the wrapsperi p uh, with no js development and the, it, it may look crazy as well because uh why would you use the, the JavaScript for, for embedded systems? But, but that seems to be uh, okay, because uh, right now we can we can make a choice. Uh, we can de- develop some JavaScript application, but we also remember that under the hood that there is a bare metal application, uh, which kind of a, like expose the, the API that you are using. Uh, well, you, you're using it above when you are de- developing the, the JavaScript code. Uh, so, and, and the same idea is, is with the React Native Windows and Electron, because uh, if you think about your project, if you think about all the layers that you will have and, and, and the purpose of your application, you will see that there is a hu- huge, so to say, difference between Electron and React Native Windows, because React Native Windows allows you to make a choice whether or not you, uh, you will Tackle with the with the native layer that is under the, the hood of the React Native Windows framework.
0: Yeah, and I, I guess you know, like you said, it's all about the options. And um, when you were giving this description and comparison, uh, it came to my mind that it's it's like choosing between React Native or PWAs kind of for mobile development. If you look at React Native Windows and mm-hmm. an Electron. And I don't know why, you know, just, just, just came this just, just, just came to my mind that like when I was starting desktop development, uh, when I was about to write my um, native app, when I was about to do mobile application first, everybody said, go do it natively because iOS is fun and so on and so on. So I was kind of confused whether to go with React Native at first. But when I was about to do native desktop application, everybody said, don't even go Windows way. It's like super messy and very hard. So I guess... Uh, I kind of face this general impression that desktop development itself is kind of tricky. So I guess having JavaScript layer might help with the accessibility of that.
1: Yeah, Um, I think the same.
0: Yeah, so I'm happy that you are now kind of going towards React Native way that that is probably a bit easier than your previous experience in terms of like the development itself, but um, since React Native Windows is kind of early stage, I guess there are still some hiccups, but we'll get to that later anyways. So, uh, so like I said, um, I guess just to wrap up, uh, because we kind of off-topped for, for a bit, the, 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 the like the main difference between React Native Windows and Electron, like you said, is is, is that React Native sort of utilizes the native layouts, controls, and, and as a result, right. you probably, yeah, you probably get closer to the native look and feel, and, and you kind of get a native looking platform. Now uh, I guess um, how close we can get uh, going that way to an application that would be done entirely in a native technology. And I'm talking about things like when you build mobile app with React Native, somebody can say, oh, your navigation doesn't look native, your animations are off and things like that. So my, my, my question is how far from fully native experience we are
1: are going React Native way. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, the, the native development uh, it will will so to say uh, like is now easier when it comes to utilizing the native features, the native layouts. Uh, but mm, and and that the well, if you are creating the application using the native frameworks, uh, the, all the controls, all the features are like out of the box. Uh, and and the the re, with the React Native Windows. Uh, there are only the core features and controls out there available currently. But, uh, but well, with the React Native Windows, uh, you will utilize the, the core features and controls, like I said, but it's almost the, say, the same set of controls which are already available with the React Native for mobile, uh, almost. Because uh, when Microsoft implemented the React Native Windows, they created uh, some native controls that are Windows only, but the plan is to export to the, the third-party libraries, so, so to say, and community modules. Mm. And well, this is uh, where this is where the difference is when it comes to the native and the React Native Windows comparison. Because uh, some controls, which are native for Windows, are available only as as modules libraries delivered by the community. Uh, well, and the the good thing is that the microsoft team is doing their best to ensure they are supported by still but still this is a third party module and uh is it's it's not like out of the box and there is no guarantee that it will work always correctly and uh and that it will always be maintained uh so just like with the react native for mobile that the fact is that uh that many libraries and the set of controls is so distributed across many libraries, repos, packages, uh, that uh, you should consider that when you're writing with, with native, you will always have everything available. While uh, with, when, when writing with the React Native Windows, you will have to consider uh, downloading some package, uh, utilizing something that is not out of the box, but you have to search a bit and and this is some, so, so to say, a, a little drawback of React Native Windows because either you will develop it yourself by, by uh, writing some C++ or C-sharp code or you will try to use something that is, uh, let's say, external.
0: Yeah, so, um, so I guess uh, what you are saying is that the number of built-in controls to Windows SDK specifically is just so huge that uh, only a subset is supported within the react Native Windows core and the rest is either for party or you just cannot do it yourself kind of stuff
1: yes exactly that's what I was saying
0: no. yeah yeah I guess and and, and, and uh, you know we have um, we have discussed this with um, Microsoft one day um, like the big problem here is the ensuring that react native windows maintains like it's it's kind of tricky because react Native Windows has to be, API compatible with React Native on one hand, which is mobile and has totally different components. Exactly. And on the <laughs> on the second hand, there, there's like a whole bunch of different Windows components that we got to support. So um, yeah, fun stuff. Anyway, uh, you have already, actually, um, you have uh, m- briefly mentioned this in your answer, uh, when you said that when component is not available, you got to build it yourself by writing a bit of native code. So, I guess my question is um, how you could describe React Native Windows development workflow to somebody uh, who's been doing Electrode, for example. I guess while they, they might be the same on a UI level in terms of building JavaScript, uh, building interface with JavaScript, uh, there might be things that are different, like uh, you know maybe setting up some native projects or what, just like, what are the differences if I'm, let's say, an Electron developer and I'll I be kind of looking into React Native Windows, uh, what I'm signing up for?
1: Well, uh, we have to remember that the the idea behind React Native Windows uh, is, is to make it, perhaps, uh, like you said, uh, almost the same as React Native when it comes to tools, environment, feel, and, and, and language. Uh, so we have a Node.js and an NPM uh, and, and the JavaScript or, or TypeScript, uh, some unit test frameworks, and generally that's it. Uh, so, so they are quite similar to, to each other but uh, while working uh, with, with React Native Windows, your main focus should be on the JavaScript side, not native. Uh, this is what this is what React Native is for, to, to handle the native side for you. Uh, but it gives you the possibility to do it on your own. Uh, sometimes you have to do it uh, if you want to do something unusual or you would like to handle some, some native functionality of your app. Uh, and this is the main difference uh, and the main uh, concern that should be described to the, to the Electron uh, developer, the native side. Uh, because when working with React Native, I launch visual code uh, like the Electron developer does. And this is where I can develop React Native components and de- debug the JavaScript code. I can import other modules just like in the Electron and I can use them. Uh, But comparing to Electron, using using React Native Windows, uh, I can also open Visual Studio and check the code uh, and check the native implementation of my app and debug it as well. Mm, I can easily create my own uh, modules or or my own UI components with which I can export to JavaScript. I can even modify the, the original way my app is rendered on the native side. And of course, if I know how to do it. Uh, so the main difference is that uh that there is a native side mm. so so when using react native uh it, it is very useful too, but not necessary it's very useful to uh develop some some native code
0: yeah and um so it looks like for somebody who's been doing electron uh it, it kind of feels like with electron you definitely need less experience or awareness of the underlying ecosystem. It's it's more like you're just writing JavaScript and you don't have to mess around with Visual Studio or kind of C++ code, unless absolutely necessary, I guess. And uh, that's definitely the downside of React Native uh, in general, at least at a first touch. Um, but I feel like for the developer coming from traditional Windows comp- development like you, uh, this should feel like home.
1: Uh, well, it should, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because uh, the the thing is that, um, well, uh, the, my, my answer would be that not really. Because uh, when you are uh, when 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 I first started with the React Native, I was like, okay, then there is a native site. I can do almost anything with it. So so I will still develop some React Native app, and but I will do it my way. So so I will use the the native for it. But this is uh, so to say. Very bad idea, and can lead you almost to the disaster because uh, React Native Windows is 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 like React Native. JavaScript is what you should focus on, and the thing is that uh, the more native you are writing uh, within your React Native Windows application, the less cross-platform it becomes. So you you should uh, so to say. Reduce the amount of the native approach to a minimum if you are writing the React Native uh, Windows application. Uh, your your skills of 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 native development can help you with with the with developing some some nice fancy stuff within your React Native Windows app. But it is not something that should give you a, let's say comfort zone, so to say. Yeah.
0: Thank you for that explanation. And uh, while we are at it, um, you know, we kind of reached uh, to a conclusion that electron developers, so JavaScript developers, will face some confusion at first when they have to deal with native stuff. And native developers on the other hand will also need to kind of adjust uh, their thinking and kind of the way they are reasoning about the development as well. So. What would be the ideal set of skills to make React Native Windows development a breeze? If native developers are not 100% ready and JS developers 100% ready, then who are these amazing people in the world um, that are, you know, like pros and experts with React Native Windows developer development?
1: Yeah, I, I guess it can be uh, quite confusing uh, about the, the 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 tech stack that uh, that that should be used here. Uh, but it's quite uh, simple to be honest, because uh, w- what is mostly required is that the, develop, uh, the developer is already familiar with Node.js or, or NPM environment. Uh, he should be able to, to install a, a module, should be uh, able to, or, or should know how uh, how to handle all the dependencies, how to, how to solve some problems with it. Uh, of course, JavaScript. Uh, or, or, or TypeScript, to, to be honest, uh, because C++ and C# Sharp are statically typed, uh, strongly typed. JavaScript, uh, from from that perspective, is like another world. Uh, so, uh, so if you know some JavaScript, or or you already have created some web script, or written some some components, uh, then then you are good to go. Uh, and of course, the native side, because the native side is something that uh, can. Like I said previously, uh, can help you with with developing some 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 nice stuff around. Uh, can help you to to debug something and um, can help you to to look under the hood of, of your application and and perhaps uh, work on some optimization on on some performance issues, something like that. And and well, last but not least, uh, C um, Though you can create uh, your your React Native Windows app with with C sharp. Uh, that there is some some possibilities. Uh, of course, is the C language that is used uh, for for native modules or or third party libraries development for 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 obvious ob- obvious reasons unfortunately. Uh, so uh, well so so in case of something is not working well uh, or there is need to, to modify something on the native side, you should be good at C because most uh, of of uh, libraries of tools that you will be using, whether third party or your own, will be written in the C++ language.
0: Yeah, and uh, just, just out of curiosity, because you said uh, that C++ is used instead of C-sharp for apps reasons, uh, like what are these, like just side topic? Because it always strikes me that, you know, C-sharp seems to be like, Python 3, like the, the the new cool kid on the blog, and still I see C++ being used everywhere. It's not like in IO, on iOS where everybody goes swift and Objective-C is now like, you know, the the, the legacy thing. But here seems to be that C++ is immortal. So <laughs> like, what, what's up with this?
1: Uh, yeah, the uh, I, I said that the reason is, is quite obvious. The thing is that, um, if you check the, the, the documentation written by Microsoft, uh, they mentioned the, the compatibility of these two languages used for, for the native modules development. And the thing is that uh, if you write the, the code with the C++, it will definitely work within the C Sharp uh, library. And and the thing is that, uh, on, on the other hand, when you are writing the C Sharp library, it will not work if your app is written in the C++ so everyone is writing the the, the code with the C++ to ensure that whether you are dev- downloading or, or so to say utilize this this library no, no matter if, if if in the C# Sharp app or, or the C++ R app it will work so so that that is the reason
0: yeah thank you and <laughs> you know i have to say that uh, C++ scares me a bit because I had it at my university a few years ago, um, like the main language, you know, like in Poland, he, there is either university that uses Java and university that uses C++ as a primary language and there's nothing else, um, maybe except for Python in a few cases. Anyway, we had the C++ classes and I remember the first time I stumbled upon, you know, those uh, like pointer counting and keeping graphs. And I was like, coming from JavaScript world. I was like, what is going on here, you know? Um, And uh, and my first question was, how do I remember to clean up after myself? And I just couldn't imagine how is is this possible? But after doing this for a few weeks, it it didn't, it turned out to be a bit easier than uh, I initially thought. So um, yeah, C++, crazy stuff. But this is what I love about React Native. There is never, boring time, if you are tired of JS, just go C++, C++ way and, you know.
1: You yeah, but, but the thing is that right now uh, in the C++, we have a smart pointers and, and all the fancy stuff that uh, handle okay. the, the memory management for us. So all we have to remember now is, is some some tricky stuff around the smart pointers, uh, whether or not you should be using uh, one or another uh, and the syntax instead of uh, how to handle your your memory issues. I guess either I was at the university
0: many years ago, or we yeah, were yeah, not sure. using the latest. So they wanted to teach us the basics, like, "Hey, don't use this because it's it's you know it's not the not the primary feature, which could be uh, the truth." Okay. Uh, C++ is a topic for another podcast maybe uh, with some Arduino stuff as well, but let's go back to the Reignative Windows. So I think we now have a pretty good understanding of how Native Windows works. And in case you still have some questions in your head around Native Windows, then please follow us on Twitter, callstack.io and ask your questions about anything that comes to your mind as far as Native Windows, and we will try to answer them. And that ends up the small Um, you know, advertisement blog and we are back to the podcast. So it's not over yet. So now that we know how it works, the question that I wanted to ask was, how can I get started with it? What's the first step?
1: Uh, well, it's it's. Uh, I have to say that it's very well described in the React Native Windows documentation uh, because uh, it's it's kind of a, like step by step, ju- just like when we are starting starting with the React Native itself. Uh, but but Microsoft also developed uh, a PowerShell script that will install all the required tools for you. So so even that is uh, already handled uh, out there. So but uh briefly uh, to to start it's it's just like with the react native uh so so all you do is is the uh react native init command uh, for, for for the command line interface and uh, and and generally that's it but as a small addition all you have to do is is like uh initialize the react native windows project uh, so it's it's like one additional command uh comparing to the react native uh so, so to say startup.
0: Yeah, nice. I am really happy to see that the getting started experience is quite easy. Uh, like I'm working on the CLI from time to time when I have time and uh, there, there is always, every once in a while, a PR from Microsoft team about adding something they need for the windows. So I'm accepting these PRs, I'm helping them move forward, but I never have the opportunity to actually check how this is used in production. So from your experience and description, it sounds like the work they are doing and the PRs that we are sending are actually working out nicely. And that's amazing. So using React Native Windows, I guess, for desktop development sounds like a no brainer. And I guess everybody will agree that uh, it's just easier to do it cross-platform way uh, rather than starting natively. So let's say there are also people listening to us that are working at the businesses that have already native applications. And um, does it make sense for them to migrate to React Native Windows? And if yes, uh, under what circumstances uh, that actually makes sense?
1: Uh, well, many apps already created as a websites, web apps uh, have their desktop implementations as well. Uh, like the GitHub, uh, for example, or, or Slack, or, or all the all the apps that, 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 that we know and that we are using. Uh, so if, if you are creating your app as, and, and starting to, or, or starting to develop a product, you most likely will consider cross-platform solutions. Uh, one user will complain if there is no mobile version. other like, like me, for example, prefer to use desktop version over the, the the web version. I'm using Windows OS, some other will prefer Mac OS, some other will use Linux. and this is what we call cross-platform. And uh, this is also something that that, that React Native Windows uh, helps you, and and React Native, of course, helps you to to solve. Uh, So, well, you should take into consideration other platforms. Uh, If you won't do it right, uh, you will end up with uh, several different teams writing separate apps for mobile, desktop, web, uh, and, that they will have to spend their time communicating the layout compatibility issues. And uh, that sounds insane. Uh, so you will try to find something that will allow you to write the majority of your code once and reuse it on all other uh, all on all those platforms and, and devices that, that you want to support. And the React Native and the React Native Windows helps you to do that, uh, to, to be honest. And and the velocity of, of the development uh, will it's it's kind of like uh it's 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 better because you you are writing it once like i said and and you can support all the all the layouts all the features that are uh that are w- required on your app and and you can be sure that they will be supported on all the platforms that you will be using
0: yeah so um summing it up it feels like uh, we'll when you have a React native, uh, sorry, when you have a native application um, on Windows, it, it may make sense to migrate if you either plan to roll out new platforms and just do it all at once, or maybe you have existing apps and you want to port some features, or you just want to save your time, which is the velocity as you said at the end. Uh, is that is that, is, am I getting this right or is there anything else that you, to mention
1: all options that, that, that you uh, that, that you listed uh, are, are are the ones that, that should be considered when you want to to migrate to, to cross-platform solution using the react native uh, and and yeah that, that's that, that's all I guess
0: okay okay cool so I guess you know I'm sold and I hope the people that are listening are also sold in that case we are happy that we have convinced you Uh, So I guess the last question um, is a bit of a follow up to the previous one um, and is about the migration. Let's say I want to migrate to React Native uh, Windows and um, I have a meeting with my manager tomorrow or a co-founder and I need to sell it. Um, How would a migration look like? Do we need to stop everything for the time of the rewrite? Uh, What's the best practice here if we want to roll out React Native? windows into our app mm,
1: well i don't know if i already mentioned it but uh, react native windows app stands on the uwp application under the hood uh there is a some page holding the reference uh, to the react native component and that is what you can use to extend your application with the with the content implemented using react native so in the end you have uh you have several options when it comes to Either migration or or even implementing everything from scratch, so you don't have to you you don't have to to to, to stop your business. You don't have to do anything crazy like that. Uh, you all you have to do is to just. Um, or extend it uh, using uh, the 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 ZAML features that that will allow you to to host another another components, another layout, another features uh, using the, the React Native Windows implemented using the, the JavaScript code, and uh, or you, if you want to to, to migrate by uh, writing everything everything from scratch, uh, then. You, well, you should be able to, uh, to 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 do it by utilizing some some ZAM skills. If you have layout in ZAM, you can definitely reuse it uh, in in your React Native Windows application. And uh, in my opinion, React Native Windows is just uh, perfect for a brownfield case. Uh, well, it's it's perfect as a brownfield example because um, it definitely uh, well it it allows you to to do like to. To utilize the, the 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 layer that is already implemented and just uh, create another layer that will that that will use all the things that are already implemented, so you don't have to uh, while you you don't have to get rid of, of all the of, of the work that is already done.
0: Yeah, and um, I came up to uh, yeah, and I came up to exactly the same conclusion when you said. Uh, the, the layout stuff. It's it's actually truly unique that React Native Windows can reuse the XAML definitions of the layout that your native app already has. So it's it's like, it's not a revolution, but an evolution. It reuses the native platform and embraces it. And, and that is perfect, like you said, for uh, the brownfield cases. So if you are wondering about doing it, it's the time to do it right now. So I guess that brings us to the end. Um, and the impression that I have is that developing apps with JavaScript, desktop apps with JavaScript is a really great way to target new devices and, and offer your customers something new, something unique, which is a first class experience on their favorite platform. And at the same time, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, acquiring new talents since it's already there. Of course, the developers need to train a bit on the native side of things but if you already have windows native app i assume you have people from both camps so you can just match them together and everybody happy so at the end of the day they can all work on the same platform so i guess uh, the conclusion uh, from this podcast is that whether you go with electron or react native windows that we have talked today about and that we recommend of course for obvious reasons it's great to have these options today uh, whether you need something quick or whether you care about performance or whether you care about being uh, UX compliant without compromises. I guess that brings us to the end. I said it already three times and I love extending those uh, last final words. Uh, Bartosz, thank you very much for, you know, this very inspiring discussion and um, joining me today on the podcast. And uh, most importantly, for all the effort that you have done in the previous months uh, in the open source, you can check out Bartosz work on, the, on his GitHub and uh, you know some issues that he have created on React Native Windows. Uh, and uh, I wish you best of luck on the further development in that area and uh, looking forward to some desktop applications that you hopefully gonna make in the nearest future.
1: Hope so, thank you, thank you again.
0: <laughs> thank you very much once again. And um, thank you everybody for staying with us uh, for 30 minutes. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on whatever platform you are interacting. And uh, depending on that, also check out the other platforms. We are on Twitter. We are on Spotify, YouTube. We, on YouTube, we are actually with the video. So if you are listening, then you can also go for the video part as well. TLDR, we are everywhere. So just make sure you subscribe everywhere. Thank you very much once again and see you next time. Bye-bye.